Welcome to the Jesus Show. Not that one. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. I'm in beautiful Hawaii. No, false. I am not in Hawaii. I'm at my house in Indiana. Why, you ask? Well, I'll tell you why uh, once we get into the show. Um, top of the show stuff, uh, per use. That's what the kids say, so it's cool. Don't worry about it. I know it's cool. Okay, sorry. I just want to make sure <laughs> that I hit record on everything. Um, follow me on Instagram at the Jesus Show NTO, Twitter at Jesus Show NTO, Facebook, the Jesus Show, not that one, TikTok at the Jesus Show, not that one, YouTube, type in the Jesus Show, not that one, or the Jesus Show NTO, and email me your questions, comments, and concerns, the Jesus Show NTO at gmail.com. All right. I don't know if you guys can hear. But Athanasios is losing his mind right now. I don't know if you can hear it. Um, I can hear it, but I have the noise gate on to drown out sounds like that. Uh, so hopefully you guys aren't hearing it. And I have a fan up here that Jorge and Carla got us for the baby's room. But it's portable, so now I'm using it up here for El Estudio. So I'm not uh, dripping sweat. Like I have before. I don't think you guys have noticed, but it gets hot up here. And that's why I brought the fan up. And it, it feels quite nice. I have it pointing directly at me. It has four speeds. I have it, I believe, on the second setting. So it's not super, super loud. Um, yeah. Oh, do you hear that? There's a baby. Uh, I was going to record yesterday had everything planned out and then two things happened one my brother said hey are we still going to record today and i said yeah and he goes uh well i can't and i said why what happened and he said he threw his laptop on the floor and then it broke so he's like i can't do a zoom call <laughs> and i went okay and then last night we were trying to put athanasios down i was trying to put him down i like to put him down um, I don't know, just cause I haven't been here cause I've been working almost every day, uh, since he's been born. Uh, and because I am around now, I want to make sure that I do, uh, you know, bath time with him, put him to sleep and, you know, just hold him as much as I can. So I, I put him down and then he was out for maybe, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes and he woke up. So I picked him up from his bassinet and he had thrown up. So I wiped him off. And then I put him back to sleep. I put him down. And then he woke up again. And then it was like putting him down, picking him up, putting him down, picking him up. And then that took to about like midnight. I was like, fuck. And then by that time I was tired and I was like, shit. And I was supposed to be at work. And clearly, I'm not. So let me tell you what happened. On the 28th of July, I was working a flight from Sacramento to Denver. And it was super early. Like I think I had a 4 a.m. 4 a.m.? No, I had a 3 a.m. wake up, 4 a.m. van 
for like a 435, maybe 440 show. It was like a five something push. It was, it was too fucking early. I'm telling you guys, early flights suck. I don't know how, I don't know how people do it. I mean, I've done it before when I used to, when I used to fly, sometimes I would take the the first flight out or the earliest flight I could just because I was like, I just want to make sure that I'm there. Uh, You know, if there's any delays, blah, 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 whatever. Um, but now that I'm on the other side working them, they fucking suck. Cause then I got to wake up early and then I don't want to be there because then I'm grouchy. And then I have to like, I got to get my mind right because the passengers, you as a passenger, you did nothing wrong other than went click, click, click. I blame the company for allowing flights to take off before 6 a.m. I'm pissed that there's flights before 8 a.m. I know that's probably very unreasonable of me to say, but I hate, I mean, I hate early check-ins. Anything before like 10 a.m., I'm not happy about, but whatever. It is what it is, and this is the job I picked, so that's on me. We get everybody on, we take off, and we start the service in the back. I'm sitting in the back with, uh, with my back galley. And she gets the bar cart ready. She puts, you know, all the stuff that we need. And, and then we're pushing up the cart. And then I push the brake. And I, I push the brake. And I always make sure that the brake is on. So, I, so there's a, a green little lever and a red lever. So you hit the green lever when you want to move it. You hit the red lever when you want to stop it. Makes sense. So I push it up. I get to row eight. I push the red lever down. I let go. I ask the people at row seven, would you like something to drink? As I do that, I look out of my peripherals my peripheral vision that the cart starts rolling back i went oh shit so i grabbed it when i grabbed it i felt the pain here and here and then like an hour later i felt i started getting uh, lower back pain mostly on my left side everything's on my left side i was like what the fuck i had the cart and i thought to myself did i did i make a mistake did I not push the brake incorrectly? So I'm, I'm, I'm holding the cart and I push the green lever and I move it. I'm like, okay. I, I make sure I'm looking at the, at the brake now. And I push it all the way down and I don't let go. And I just kind of like, I'm holding it, but then I don't, I'm not holding it with, with force anymore. Like I'm letting it move on its own and it starts rolling back almost immediately I went so my back galley comes up with the snack cart and I said hey can you put the brake on the bar cart for me she goes yeah so she puts it on and she goes to let it go and then it starts rolling on her she's like oh she's like the brake the brake isn't working now wait that's what I thought what I like to do is when I ask somebody to what we call cross check when they when I want them to verify 
what I see, smell, hear, anything. We call it cross-check. I think that's a good way of explaining it. I hope it is. So I just asked her, hey, can you, instead of saying, hey, the brake doesn't work, can you try to, because then I'm in the person's mind, right? Then I'm, I'm planting a thought. I don't want them to go, oh, yeah, like, say something that's incorrect. Or better yet, make sure that I'm not lying or make sure that I'm doing things correctly. That's why I told her, I said, hey, can you put the brake on? And I didn't tell her it wasn't working. I was holding the cart just in case it started rolling back because I didn't want it to hit her. And then she verified for me, yeah, no, the brake's not working. And then I, again, pushed the green lever, made sure the red lever was down. And then I'm just, I'm going like this and it's, the brake didn't work at all. And that's how I got hurt. And it, it pisses me off that things like that happen to us because I'm trying to say this without, now oh, fuck it. I mean, I'm not using the company's name, so I don't give a shit right now. Um, it pisses me off that the company doesn't give a shit enough about giving us equipment that works properly, safely. Um, I mean, I know our I know our catering people. I know everybody has a lot of things on their plate, right? But I can't I can't incorrectly arm a door, and then it just we just take off like that. That's not a thing. Um, I can't incorrectly verify the exit rows before we take off. I can't. I'm trying to think of things that, not that people can't, but shouldn't. And more, more so safety related. Like I can't incorrectly assess my safety equipment because God forbid something were to happen and I need a piece of equipment and it's not working properly. That's on me because I didn't check it correctly. There's thing, and then if something were to happen, I can get in big trouble. If somebody gets hurt and somebody needed an oxygen bottle and I didn't check that the levels were correct, I can get in big trouble. And it just sucks that it seems like other departments in our company can get away with not doing their job properly. And then it comes down to us, the flight attendants, who we're supposed to be the ones who are supposed to do our jobs 100% correctly at all times. And if we don't, we get in trouble. The gate agents, they tell us that they're short-staffed. Okay, I don't give a shit. Fix it. Because I can't, us as flight attendants, we're not the gate agents. We can't rebook you for stuff. We can't... Um, we can't hold the plane for you if you're going to be late. We can't see where your bag is. Um, there's a lot that we can't do that people think we can and we have control of, but we don't. I can't check or I can't talk to the next flight. Um, there's a lot of things that we can't. What I can do is I could give you something to drink and something to eat on the flight you're on with me. 
I can make sure that you're safe on the flight that you're on with me. That's as, that's as far as, or that's, as, that's, that's all I can do. Um, when there's delays, sometimes we don't even know what's going on because they don't tell us. There's passengers who they'll pull up the app and they go, hey, it says, and I go, oh, uh, I didn't know because nobody's told me anything. And it sounds weird because I've, I've had passengers go, well, I've had passengers tell me, well, but you work here. You, and I go, you would think that they would inform us a lot more, but they don't. And they don't. And it's embarrassing because how do you have somebody working for your company and then not know a lot of things? Especially like, when are we leaving? I don't fucking know. I don't, t- I don't tell people that. I don't say, I don't fucking know. But I tell them, I don't know. I wish I did. The moment I find out, I'll let you know. Um, sometimes the gate agents, they'll know. And then I'll, I'll, you know, I'll be like, hey, do you know when we're leaving? Have you heard? Oh, yeah, they called like 10 minutes ago and they said, you know, blah, blah, blah. Why didn't you tell me? Why, didn't, why aren't we telling the passengers? Why? You know, there's sometimes where the, where the flight deck, the captain or the first officer, they'll call and they say, hey, what's going on? And they tell them, they tell them the same thing. Oh, well, we don't know yet. And then sometimes I'll find out, or the, the flight attendants will find out things, and then we tell the captain or the first officer, and they go, wait, who told you? And we go, oh, well, you know, they told us. Why didn't they tell us? I don't know. And then they have to figure out, why weren't, why weren't you guys telling us, the people that are, like, flying the plane? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird, frustrating part of the job. Um... Oh, what I was going to say about the gate agents, like they'll show up late for boarding and then it's just like, oh, well, we didn't have enough flight or we didn't have enough gate agents and, you know, they were working this one and I don't, I don't care. I, I could give three shits if you don't have enough fix, fix the problem because us as flight attendants, we can't show up to the plane late, even if we're a minute late. There's been people that get in trouble. They get a talking to that. Why, why were you late? Why were you, what was going on? We get all this shit for that. But then the gate agents, they just stroll in and, oh, I didn't even know it was working this flight because they just pulled me for, the fuck are we doing? And then, then I think to myself, when I hear things where people say like, oh, well, your airline sucks. I think, well, yeah, I mean, it kind of does because. None of this shit should be happening. None of this. And it just gets down to, you know, if you want me to do my job properly, safely, give me the tools that I need and make sure that they work so that I don't have to get hurt. Because even now, just holding my son... If I'm standing up, it hurts. I have to hold them on this side. And even that, my lower back starts hurting a little bit. And then I, you know, I'm sitting down holding him. Then he's on me, which is fine. But it just sucks because, like, now I have to sit down. Like, I can only sit down and hold my son. Just because my fucking job doesn't know how to make sure a cart, you know, works. Or, yeah, they may, they're not, they're not making sure that the carts work. These bar carts are fucking heavy. <sighs> That's my rant uh, for the episode. Um, 
But yeah, so now when I went, so I got into Denver, I was supposed to work to Pittsburgh and then I still had another day in the trip. I was going to go Pittsburgh, San Fran, San Fran, Chicago. Uh, but when I got to Denver, I was like, nah, this shit hurts. Uh, so they sent me to the clinic. Here's the other fucked up part. I, I think, I think. So they say, so they gave me two points. So we have this stupid fucking point system. And a sick call is two points. So they, they've given me two points for getting hurt on the job. Which is fucked up. I think they initially do it and then I give them all the doctor paperwork and this, that, whatever. Then they take them off. But I think it's fucked up that they give it to you from jump. Like, why do you, why do you have to do that? Why don't you not give anybody points? And then you, you see what happened. And then if, you know, if it turns out the person lies or, um, I don't even know what else just, but if you have to give the person points, then give the person points. Then I don't like that. They give you the points and then they take them off. Like, what's the point of that shit? Don't give it to them or don't give the points to them. The other fucked up part is when. This is something totally, completely different. But I had a call in sick. I was talking to our FMLA people and they said, do this. Okay. And Allie was the one that talked to him and they said, do this when, you're, when your son's born. So you make sure you, you, know, you don't have to work your trips and you can stay home and be with your child. Okay. So I called in and then the lady goes, okay, well, we're going to give you a missed trip. So a missed trip is... I didn't show up for work and I didn't call anybody. I just magically didn't show up. Nobody knows where I'm at, where I'm at. They don't know why I didn't show up for work. They just, it's a mistrip. It's a really bad thing to have. You know, some people wake up late. They, you know, miss their check-in, whatever it is. I've never had one and I hope I never have one. Um, so when I call, I said, but wait, you're giving me a mistrip? And the lady goes, yeah, we have to code it as a mistrip first. And then after all the paperwork gets approved, then we take it off. And I go, yeah, but isn't that messed up though? I said, I'm not even, I'm trying to stay home to, to be there to witness the birth of my child. You don't think that's messed up? And she's like, you know, I don't. And I go, I know I shouldn't be upset at you. I go, I know you don't make the rules, but it just sucks that I got a mistrip. And then they had to take it off because I wanted to be around for my son when he was born. That just seems like a real fucked up corporate thing to do or a company thing to do. It's fucking stupid. Then what pissed me off even more is that my supervisor then emails me. Mind you, I've had communication with her about, hey, I'm going to have a baby, you know, my, my wife's going to have a baby. This was like a month out. And then closer to the date, it was like, hey, um, you know, uh, my wife's going to be induced at this, at this time. Like what? So it's not like she was completely out of the loop. She could have checked the emails between us. 
before she even sent me this email. She sends me an email and goes, hey, I see you got a mistrip for these days. Can you explain what happened? Oh, and by the way, you have like a day to get back to me uh, because I need your statement like within a day. I'm assuming if I wouldn't have given her that statement, I would have had a mistrip. Like, oh, oh well, well, there's nothing we can do. You didn't, you didn't reply to us, which is stupid because why do I have to reply? Why can't as a supervisor, you do your job, do some digging and go, oh, okay, here we go. But I feel like these supervisors, their default is, well, tell me what happened. I don't want to go, I don't want to go back and look through our conversations. I don't want to have to do any extra work. Tell me why. That pissed me off. And I, you know, I sent an email back to my supervisor and I told her, I said, um, we've talked about this before. I gave you the dates before I told you my wife was going to be, um, you know, giving birth. He, he was, he was born on this day. I was told to do this. And now they're telling me that, that no, I can't get that from LA. And then these people are telling me that you have to take care of it. I don't know what's going on. And then I get an email like four days later, which is fucking stupid because they're like, Hey, you have to email us back immediately. But then they take their sweet ass fucking time. Then she gets back to me and goes, oh yeah, um, you know, we took care of it. I didn't say anything, but I wanted to tell him this, sh I should have never, like this email should have never happened. Like this is fucking stupid. It's again, I chose this profession. This is on me. I'm just venting about the stupid shit I have to deal with. And now you guys know uh, what I have to deal with. Um, I have my run of show and there's a lot of things on here that I haven't talked about that are kind of old in my head. Um, there's a note here. Did you guys ever watch Caesar Milan? Um, I've been watching more of his YouTube videos recently. I don't know what it is about that guy, but. Like the way he, and I know it's, I know it's TV. I know it's edited. I know there's, there's probably, you know, oh, well, let, you know, there was that take, you know, let's start from one, but I don't know. Cesar Milan to me is, he's dope. I like him. I remember when his, his show first came out, I watched it all the time. And then at some point I stopped watching him, but I think. I don't think his show got picked up. Like, let's say it was on for seven seasons. I think after that, then I stopped watching or really paying attention. Because, you know, you, your, your interests move, change. Um, but I've been, the past like six months, I've been watching a lot of his, his stuff on YouTube. I'm like, oh yeah, Caesar Milan. He's dope. I like that guy. Um... Did you guys watch Obi-Wan on Disney Plus? Also, I hope I'm not, because I haven't erased any of these, because I don't think I've talked to them or talked about them. And I hope I'm not repeating them. But if I'm repeating them, that's my fault. I should be doing better. That's not on you. That's on me. Anyways, Obi-Wan on Disney Plus. Did you guys watch it? It's dope. Um, the only thing... Not the only thing. One of the things I didn't like about the show is, 
you know, spoiler alert. We know, like, they can make 20 seasons of that show. But we know, we know what ends up happening. At the end of that show, Darth Vader's not going to die. And Obi-Wan isn't going to die. So it's kind of like, so what's the point? Not that I need one of them to die for me to be interested. But then you're going to have to, like, it, it would be a lot of supporting characters, storylines, and you can kill them off. But you can't, you can't kill off Darth Vader and you can't kill off Obi-Wan. They can have these epic battles, but it's like, yeah, but I, I, I know how this ends, though. So it's odd. It's odd for me because I like, I like a lot of the story, but then when Obi-Wan and Darth Vader were fighting, I was like, yeah, but, I mean, nobody's going to die. So what's the point of this fight scene? I was, I was, I was a little conflicted. Um, oh, and the actress that played third sister? Man. Good. I mean, more than good. Fantastic. Uh, fantastic character, fantastic acting. Because um, she, she makes you hate the character, but then she reminds me of a Darth Vader to where you're like, yeah, get him, kill everybody. Um, so yeah, I really, I really like that, uh, that about Obi-Wan. Did you guys watch Stranger Things? The newest uh, season, Stranger Things 4. Um, before I saw it, I'm not, I don't think I'm saying anything spoiler alert-ish. Um, but maybe? No, I won't. You know what? I'm going to say spoiler, spoiler alert just in case. So one more time. Spoiler alert. Spoil alert. Spoiler alert. Just in case for Stranger Things 4. I heard that it was, before I watched it, a lot of people were saying, oh, it's very demonic and super scary. And then I watched it and I thought, what part of it was demonic and what part of it was super scary? But then again, I don't see, I don't find a lot of things scary. Um, and I think it's because... I've been a lot of been around a lot of movie sets and TV shows where I see them filming things and I know how they film things. So when I see something, I go like if I see a scary movie and something happens, I go, "Oh, was that a digital effect? Was that a, you know, digital effect or special effect or was that a practical effect? How would you accomplish that?" And then I think, "Well, I would do this." Um, I would have them do this. I would film it like this. I would have, you know, the person do this and then I would, you know, come this way or that way. So then I start having a conversation to myself about how I would shoot that particular scene. And most times, nine times out of 10, as I'm talking to myself about how I would shoot it, it's the exact same way how you see it on, on the screen. Um, there's sometimes that I notice that there's a visual effect 
and I think to myself, why did they, why did they go with a special effects when you can do that with a practical effect and you're saving tons of money and it would look better. Like I was just listening to, um, the totally sunny Philadelphia podcast and they made it, they made a good point. There was, there's an episode where Charlie it's, uh, I think they solved the gas crisis. Charlie pulls out a Zippo lighter and they used, as they're talking about the episode, they said that they use a special effect flame. And the reason for that is because they said they were filming at a gas station. So because of safety, they didn't want to light, you know, have a, have a real flame around gasoline. So things like that, I don't think about sometimes initially. And I have to like, think about like, oh, maybe they did it. Maybe they use a visual effect because of, as to where a practical effect wouldn't be safe. So sometimes I have to think about that. And sometimes I think about all, like, all these things. Then I think to myself, where's the boom mic? Um, how many cameras uh, did it take to shoot this one particular scene? Uh, sometimes I think, well, why not like an over the shoulder shot of the, of the actor facing the monster. Like that would be kind of cool. Maybe, you know, kind of from above. So these are a bunch of things that run through my head. And then I also think about like, oh, I wonder how many times the actors broke. How many, how many takes did it take to get through this scene? Were they laughing? You know, because like you see it on, on, on screen and you're like, oh my God, this is such a tense, scary moment. Right. But who's to say that they were, you know, they're like, all right, rolling action. And then they're saying the line and then somebody fumbles a line and then they say, ah, ha, 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 and they cut or better yet. They don't cut. They just, okay, let's take it from the top, take it from one or okay. Take it from the line. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Take it from there. You know, let's go again. Like how many times did they do that is what I think about. So when I'm, when I'm looking at films, TV shows, especially the scary ones when they're supposed to be scary, I like transport out of that scary mode and I go, huh, I wonder. And then, like I said, I started having these conversations. I started thinking about other things. Um, to where then people are like, oh my God, this is so scary. I'm like, what are you talking about? I go, oh yeah, that's right. Because it's supposed to be scary. Got it. But if you haven't seen Stranger Things, if you haven't seen Stranger Things at all, you should. I think it's uh, a good series. If you haven't seen Stranger Things, the fourth season, you should watch it because it's good. I'm interested to see after this one that just played out. I wonder what the next one's going to be all about. How they're going to tie it all together. And I think I read, did I read or maybe somebody told me, I think the fifth season is going to be their last one or they might go to a sixth season and then that might be their last one. I don't know, but I'm interested to see what's going to happen with that show. Um, oh yeah. This is something that I've been working a lot in the back in the planes recently. And I think to myself, 
How do people sit in the airplane? Like, how do people sit in the last row of the airplane in the back? At least on us. Because you can't, you can't recline back. So you're, you're sitting up straight. And then you have no leg room. Like, this is your legs. Right? You're like that. And then the seat's like right here. So if the person moves their seat back, they're like in your knees. I don't know how people do that. Maybe for like an hour. No. Yeah. Hour, hour flight tops. That, that's fine. Because I've had to sit in uncomfortable seats for about an hour. I've had to sit in uncomfortable seats for a cross-country flight. That fucking sucks. There was a couple times when we would come visit Jorge and Carla, Ali's mom and dad. My mom and dad now. Um, we'd come visit or Allie was here already and then I would come to meet up with them and I'd have to go from LA to Chicago and I'd be in the back somewhere I was like this fucking blows the only thing that saved me is that I was able to get up from the seat and go to the back of the plane hang out while the flight attendants did their service or sometimes even if I knew somebody I'd sit in the back with them because I'm allowed to sit in the jump seat. We'd be talking, bullshitting. So I didn't have to stay in my seat only for takeoff and land. But even just sitting there for, I don't know, the 10, 15 minutes, that sucked. I was like, dude, fuck this. I don't know how you, I don't know how people do it. I really don't. I feel like, I feel like everybody should like, Nobody's going to buy any more seats until airlines give everybody the ample amount of space that someone should have. Like you can, you can pay more for extra leg space. Fine. If, you know, I know airlines are always going to do that shit, but at least in the back, fuck man. Like they don't have to be right like this. Maybe spread it out like two, three inches. And I know I get it. If you do it two, three inches in this row, you have to do the next one and blah, 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 blah. But fucking take some of those goddamn seats out. Some of these bathrooms are bullshit. Some of them, like you walk in and the wall is like this. So it's like really close to you here. And then it kind of goes out just a little. Like beneath your, beneath your waist. Just because it's like, oh, okay, well, people can be squished in right here. But then, you know, where they're going to take a shit and piss. Like, I guess we have to give them a little bit more room. Like, it's fucking stupid. The bathrooms just should be the bathrooms. Like, just give me some good space where I can, you know, have some space. Everything's fine. And then give me some extra space in the fucking seat. Like, this squishing everybody together is stupid. And it... It's a little irritating that so many people pay it and deal with it. Like, well, well, there's nothing we can do. I think there is something we can do. If nobody bought tickets for a while, and if people are like, we're specifically not buying tickets because your seats fucking suck. And if a, an airline is losing millions and millions of dollars, I think that we go, mm, okay, we're going we're gonna to fix this real quick. But... You know, I don't know. I don't know if that's that would ever work. Um, oh, there was a story here. 
There's a story here that um, one of our van drivers in Kona, the guy was just being a dick. Um, I mean, I guess I, I kind of remember it, but I, I kind of don't either. Um, oh, now when I see babies smile on the plane, mostly at work when I see, you know, babies smiling and stuff at work, uh, it's hard for me not to smile. I'm like, oh, look at the baby. And I think it's because I have a baby now. I'm like, oh, ha Um, and when they're cute babies, I'm like, oh, I just want to hold the baby and play with the baby. Uh, but clearly, uh, but I know I don't because that would be, that would look and sound weird. Just some random guys like, hey, can I play with the baby? Like, uh, absolutely not, you weirdo. No. But I am before, I would say, when Carrie had Daniel, I, you know, I was around when he was a baby. But I, I don't know, I never really thought about, like, I was never really sympathetic other people that had babies and then it wasn't until Greg when Greg had Jason then I was more sympathetic with people with babies and then I got this job as a flight attendant and then it was a combination of AJ and Megan having Noel and Greg coming over all the time with Jason. So then I was like really sympathetic to people with babies on, on planes. I was like, oh, yeah. Like there was, there's times where people have told me, you know, can you do anything about that baby? And I go, no, no. What would you like me to do? And he's like, oh, well, the baby's loud. I go, well, think about it this way. You only have to hear the baby during the flight. They have to hear the baby the rest of their lives. Or at least for the rest of the time, the baby's going to be a baby. So I don't know what to tell you. And they just kind of like look at me. And I hope that they realize how stupid their request is. Because like what, 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 what do you want me to do about a crying baby? You want me to go tell the parents, hey, can you shut your baby up? Because I'm sure the parents are like, I want the baby to not be yelling and losing its mind. Uh, but, you know, there's definitely some, there's a lot of parents that do, they're trying to stop the baby from crying. And I have seen parents on the plane where they, they're not doing shit. Like, I was, <laughs> there was this guy, he had the baby on him. He had the baby like strapped to him and he's passed out. And the baby's like losing its mind. And the dad was sound asleep. I was like, man, that sucks. Uh, but I mean, there's really, there's nothing that I can do. So, but yeah, when I see a baby now and they're smiling, I'm like, hey, look, it's a baby. You know, my brother. Oh, I was going to have Greg on the show. Wait, I told you guys already. Yeah, I told you. I was talking uh, the last time I was in Maui. I was walking to from the resort to the ABC store. And I was talking to Greg. And he told me a story about how the, 
the McDonald's up where he, he lives. They had like rats, so they had to close it down and like redo everything, deep clean, and then they reopened. And Greg was like, mm, I don't know. He's like, because the same people are going to work there, and they're the ones that let this place uh, turn into shit. I was like, that's a really good point, Greg. Then he also said he feels like America and McDonald's are in this toxic relationship. And I said, how so? And Greg says, how many times do you go to McDonald's and they get your order wrong? I thought about it and I go, well, let's say I go to McDonald's five times. They fuck up my order at least twice out of, out of the five. And he goes, yeah, but you keep going back, right? I go, yeah. He goes, why do you keep going back? I go, well, because I want to eat McDonald's and I don't know. He goes, do you ever think about them fucking it up again? I go, yeah. He goes, but do you think to yourself, maybe they'll get it right this time? I go, yeah. He goes, yeah. It's like, he's like when somebody's in a toxic relationship and, you know, let's say the one person's hitting the other person. People are like, why don't you just leave? And they go, "Uh, they're going to get better. Maybe next time it's going to (laughs) be Maybe next time it's going to be different. It's not going to happen always. And he goes, but it, but it kind of does. It always happens. Um, and I mean, I've never, thankfully, I've never been one that when they get my order, when they've gotten my order wrong and I notice it, because normally before we leave the area, the, the, the parking lot, I'll have Allie check, like, hey, do we have everything? Yeah, okay, cool. But there's been times where we don't have everything, and then, you know, I'll park, I go inside, and I go, hey, um, you know, you guys forgot this, or I didn't get that. I've never yelled. I've never been one to be like, are you fucking stupid? None of that, thank God. But then you see these videos of, like, people losing their minds over, you know, some forgotten McNuggets or a cheeseburger or French fries. And I think to myself, clearly this isn't about the food. Something is happening in your life and the forgotten food is what pushed you over the edge. But then I think, like, how unstable are you that that is going to push you over the edge? There's been, there's been a few times where not just with McDonald's, but you know, Burger King, Wendy's, any, any fast food place. Um, when I've ordered something and I don't realize before I leave the parking lot that I'm missing something until I get home, sometimes I'll write an email and even in the email, I'm like, Hey, you know, like. I went to this location at this day and it just sucks because I, you know, like I paid for this and I didn't get it. And it's just disappointing. Maybe we can try to be more, maybe you guys can try to be more, you know, uh, aware of, you know, food items, whatever. And then most of the time I've gotten like, you know, here's like $20 on us and I don't do it for that. I do it for my own satisfaction, like it makes me feel better that at least I'm telling somebody I'm saying something, but yeah, that, that McDonald's, like the amount of times that they forget shit, I'm like, whoa, 
like I should never come back. But their fries are too good. You know, I'm going to call Greg real quick. Let's see if he picks up. Let's see if my brother picks up. See if he picks up. If he doesn't pick up, I'm going to be pissed. Hey, you're on the podcast. How's it going? How are you doing? I'm not, well, I'm not on the podcast because I'm not sitting like on your camera and then like that, you know? True, but your voice is on the podcast. That's indubitably. So you are, yes. you are half on the podcast. I'm halfsies. Halfsies? No, fullsies. Fullsies. <laughs> yes. Hey, um, real quick. I was telling them that you were supposed to be on the podcast. Yes. And you're not because you threw down your laptop. What happened? Uh, no. So, uh, <laughs> I didn't throw it down. Oh, you kicked <laughs> it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, um... <laughs> well, well, blame, 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 blame the person who actually broke it, which is. I mean,. We gotta put people on blast. Yeah, yeah, put them on blast. Put them on blast. All right. It, it, it was the, the Nino. <sighs> it was the <a, laughs> sequel to Jason. Born Identity Supremacy Ultimatum. Yeah. God damn it, Jason. So I'm sitting there eating my uh, my delicious tapenaki rice, fried rice, that nice. is one of my favorite places to eat. So uh, e even eating it the day after because I specifically got an extra order of rice for the day after. Okay. And yeah, and I'm thinking, well, not thinking I'm in, I'm in like a, a, a just a state of bliss. I'm, I'm having the greatest time of my life because I'm eating as this. you're eating it. Yes. Okay. And I'm watching and I'm watching one of my favorite YouTubers and I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. Nice. I'm enjoying the video. And then all of a sudden I see a controller go right by my face. Ooh. And straight to the laptop. Ooh. And I go, oh, what? Yeah, so I, uh, and so the, 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 it wasn't, my first thought wasn't like, oh, it's messed or it's broken or yeah. it, like, it, it wasn't that. It was the fact that, first of all, with that video that I was editing that I just uploaded, I, um, I had a tough time in the beginning editing it, like, organizing all the clips so that was frustrating already i was getting mad so you've done you've done and a then, lot of work to the video yes yeah. and then i started to get in a groove of what i wanted to do with it and then that happened i was like oh yeah yeah so my first thing was like fine as if it's if that's how it is it's fine i just got to find a way where i could save it yeah. as it is did you um well, that's the thing where I was like freaking out, and uh, so Kat came quick. She's like, "Hold on, we'll try to figure it out." We were gonna, she was gonna try to connect to another monitor, um, but dumb control have, alt like, save, duh, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think that's I a thing. About that one, dude. I forgot <laughs> about that one. No, you're right. I forgot about that one. It instantly saves. Um, the cool thing is that where it hit. I still had like the top view of the laptop, so then I could uh, then Cat found out screen mirror to the TV. Yeah. Oh, nice. So then, yeah. So then that's okay. what we did. I was like, all right, cool. 
and then I was just gonna save it right there. Like, fine, whatever. It just like that's fine. Yeah. As long as I could save it. But then she was like, "Well, just edit from there." And it was kind of weird because there's like a little delay. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a lag. Yeah, but we were able. But to. it worked I was out. Like, oh. Yeah. Okay, good. So then. So when so you already you already took your your laptop to get it fixed. Yeah. So like maybe in four days. Okay. So in about four days, I'm gonna have Greg on the podcast officially. Cool. Face and all. <laughs> I just hit the phone. Sorry if you heard that. No, it's okay. Hey, I was telling the story <laughs> real quick. Remember when I was in Maui and I was walking. Maui. Uh, Maui, <laughs> to the ABC store, and then you started talking about McDonald's. Oh yeah. Do you remember what we talked about? McDonald's. Uh, how they're how they're dicks. Because you were like, it's kind of like it's kind of like a bad relationship where we keep going back and they keep forgetting stuff. So it's like it's like in a relationship when one person hits the other one and everybody yeah, else is like, yeah. why do you why do you keep going back? And you're like, they're gonna change. It's gonna be different this time. Yeah. No. And 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 they don't. And they don't. And they that's don't. the thing that's yeah. so frustrating. <laughs> Every but time then they the don't. The thing is. But the thing is, then you go complain. Who who are you gonna go complain to, though? True. Like, to what? Right? True. Like it, it's just someone else that just goes, okay, we're sorry, and then, but then you go back, right? You go back because you're like, fuck, man, you guys, it, it's a convenience thing, you know? Yeah. Well, not only that, I I keep going back because of the delicious hot fries. Well, it's a fries, and then oh. Oh, man, you know, so I'm cool with. Can you the... tell Greg's pissed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with the. Uh... It, it's, it's just I'm, so the breakfast. I'm cool with the their food. Food like I'm cool with here and there. Real quick, it's just these kids. Uh-huh. Real quick for the for the breakfast. Do you prefer a sausage McMuffin or sausage biscuit or an egg McMuffin? A sausage McMuffin. Really? Yeah, dude. What? It's okay. So check this out. With like, uh. um, uh, no, it's it's, it's not. Uh, it's a good. <laughs> it's good. It's um, good. I like. Yeah. So like anything with bacon, anywhere, I don't eat it because I'm very particular with my bacon. I like okay. my bacon at crisp, at crispy. All right. Yeah. And sometimes if people are like, oh, maybe it's about to burn. It's like, no, it's okay. Put it a little more. Yeah. So that's why I don't get nothing bacon. That's a good really point because anyway, normally, I'm... normally when you have it on sandwiches like that, it's not crispy. It's very yeah, soft nope. and like yep. chewing. Like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. 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 yeah good point. I, I don't, good I don't point, like Greg. That. So then, so that's why I don't, I don't ever go the bacon way unless yeah. it's like at a good place, you know? Yeah. No, no. If it's, a, it's like, if, yes. if it's like at a restaurant or like mom and pop place, then yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they're gonna do it. Sure. They're gonna do it as really, really good. Yeah, they know how to do it. Yeah, but not at like not not at like pitonas. No, pitonas. They no. they have all the bacon just sitting in a little tray, and then they just take it out, and you're like, ugh. Yeah, like, that's not how I'm bacon like, supposed to be. Pieces of rubber. <laughs> yeah. Hey, just, why just these... what? Go ahead. No, I say these kids can eat McDonald's like literally every every day, every day. I'm like, no, no. Every day. No. Yeah. Speaking of every day, I was telling, uh, man, I can't remember. Oh, I think Jorge brought up something about Nacho Libre. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, uh, then I started quoting it and I was like, I sit in my room all alone every night 
He's the best. <laughs> that was good. I can't help but like everyday quote about movies 50 times have to, or more. Have to. Like sometimes, sometimes our conversations between me and Greg are all quotes. <laughs> and, and that's how we talk, but we understand what we're saying. So that's really all that matters. <laughs> Or, or sometimes like quotes are like let's say you'll say something and then i'll say like a little quote something and then we'll just keep going and yeah. sometimes like they're not really acknowledged they're just like oh yeah we know yeah 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 no that's good but the, but, but the quotes are said <laughs> hey uh i'm gonna let Please. you go because i'm gonna end the podcast but thank you for picking up heck yeah and the moment thank you for having me on and hello to all you're all awesome we love you all you hear that we love you all yeah. Uh, the moment your laptop gets fixed and we can do a Zoom call, we're gonna do that. I promise you. So for the next, <laughs> hopefully was, for the next episode. I had everything set up and then. Boom, I was like, oh, oh, real quick, okay. can I share the picture you sent with me to show them yeah. why you're done on the podcast? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. For All sure. right. All right. Sounds good. All right. Later. All right. Bye. Bye. Love, love you. you. Be safe. All right. Bye. And that's why Greg wasn't on the podcast. Um, yeah, I think that's a good stopping point. Thank you for coming back, guys. Thank you for listening, watching, um, liking, commenting, subscribing, uh, everything you do. I wouldn't be anything without you. Um, we'll see you next week and hopefully I'll have Greg on and I'm going to try bringing guests back on, um, because I've, I've strayed away from that and I definitely want to get back into that. So stay tuned. Thank you for everything and we'll see you next week.